We're back. <laughs> All right, guys. We are back for another week of Drunk Week in Review. I'll see if I can say week more times introduction next week. Okay. Aha, another one. Yeah, so this week we have a, a slurry of topics. But first, we like to float out our disclaimer that anything said cannot and will not be held against us in a court of law because we do not represent our respective employers. I don't think, I mean, I think technically it probably could be held against us in a court of law. No, no, no. If you're a cop, you have to tell me. That's the rules. <laughs> I think what Cody's trying to say is that the opinions that are being discussed in this, uh, these are individual opinions. We do not, re- we're not affiliated, or the opinions that we are expressing are not affiliated with our employers. This nope. is Cody's individual thoughts, my individual thoughts as private citizens of this uh, semi-decent country. And then they join together, and they fuck and make little thoughts. Yeah. And this is... Oh God. That is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> that is genius. How is that? How is that not in like Step Brothers or in? Did uh, our thoughts just fuck and make little thoughts? Yes. Yeah. How is that not used somewhere? Oh my god. Yeah. There's a there's a great line for anyone out there aspiring movie writers. You can have that one. Mm, that's genius. Yeah. So this week, little less Trump. I mean, he's there. He's always there in the background, like Emperor Palpatine. You know. <laughs> Just influencing, you know, things around him. So uh, big topics this week would be the attempted kidnapping of uh, Governor Whitmer of Michigan. We'll touch on some of the Harris-Pence debate. And then um, a little feel-good story about Elon Musk. Yeah. Um, I, I tried to... So we got a few requests about some international news. Um, there was some infighting in Azerbaijan and... Um, we're still doing research. So it's between Armenia, Armenia. and the country that I'm not going to try to say it. Uh, yeah, Azerbaijan. <laughs> yeah. So um, they are still fighting. And well, uh, yeah. it's a century, not centuries, a decades old conflict, kind of a, the whole. Well, this is on the heels of Armenian genocide, right? So yeah, you've got the Soviet Union collapse. So a lot of people self-identified some and in, in the midst of all that. There are breakaway regions. So in the middle of Azerbaijan, I know this much. In the middle of Azerbaijan is a... Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan's from Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) That's the prisoner of Azkaban. Uh, Yes. That place. Say it with me. me. Azerbaijan. 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 There you go. I do know enough that there is essentially a little... Kind of like Austin's the blueberry in the tomato soup. Yes. So in... This country, there is a uh, little Armenian uh, colony. Almost, <laughs> they they've self-identified as they, yeah. we are Armenians, but they are well into this other country's territory. So it's, it's kind of like the um, you you know Russia owns a you know Russia actually touches what is it the Baltic or the Black Sea, right? Because they in between uh, in between Latvia and somewhere else, I can't think of the other country, but they own a is this Crimea. Yeah, I think it may yeah, be. So it's, yeah, so which no, is... No, 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 no. Uh, Crimea is in the southeast of... Okay. So all oh, because the there's Baltic Sea and Black Sea. So all the way in the west of... Uh, so, it, I'll, I'll look it up on a map right here, but there's actually a portion of Russia that sits below Latvia. Oh. Yeah. Um, so it's like claim territory. They're never getting it up because it must be a really... Uh, sought after naval spot for me. It probably gives them access to a sea they wouldn't otherwise otherwise have access to. Yeah, but you're to. talking about a you're talking about a 
country the size of like Rhode Island kind of thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, go back to what you were saying about. Yeah, so it's in you know it's full of Armenians. They identify as Armenians. I think um, they're, I think they're they're Christian as well, and well, those would be an Islamic country. Yes. So I mean, there's a lot of um, differences between the populations, and so an attack on them, Armenian, you know, the Armenians is like, no, 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 those are our people. You know, they go to defend them. The whole thing's a mess. Just essentially because Turkey is allies with. Azkaban. As, Azerbaijan. Yes, Azerbaijan. And uh, on on the surface, Russia is an ally of Armenia. However, Russia is not getting involved in this because... Weren't they... Uh, who... I think there's they a, were one of the people that were the head of the Armenian genocide, right? Russians? The Soviets? Or are you talking about Turkey? No. Um, Turkey is who... That's that's who's killing all the Armenians. Yes. Yeah, at the time, is the Ottoman Empire, and so they killed a million Armenians. Yes. Uh, right there during World but, War well, I. Well, I mean, but there's still, like, some... There's still some systemic um, oppression of the Armenian people by the Turkish there. There's still, like, some covert... Yeah, if, there, if there's any Armenians still living on, like, you know, because they, you know, they nestle up to each other, so... Um, the, Populations move and all that, so I'm sure if there's any kind of like the Kurds living in Turkey get <laughs> get fucked with. Yeah, same principle. But yeah, so we do. You know, all we know for, for a fact right now is Turkey is bringing in Syrian fighters to fight over there. It's all proxy thing, and the world's kind of uh, taking a step back because if you know the Americans intervene, all of a sudden we are intervening against Russia? an ally. Yeah. Because, well, in this case, I think we would actually be coming to the aid of Armenia, who is on paper a Russian ally. So we'd be backing the Russians' proxies. Kind of like we did in two th- 2016 in the national election? Yeah, or kind of like we do <laughs> did in Syria yeah. you know, all throughout Obama's you know, career. It's like, you know, well, we're going to give them arms and then they'll become ISIS, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so that so and, that topic we just covered we're not covering this week. Uh, There's a lot more to that. We probably butchered the shit out of that. Um, we do plan on doing re- more research, and hope to talk touch on it probably next week. So uh, Russia owns a portion. They own a slot of Europe uh, on the Baltic between Lithuania and Poland. Hmm. So it sits on the Baltic Sea. They have a port over there, but it's like. Legitimately, so you have Lithuania. I'm, I'm going to count east to west here. So you have Lithuania, Belarus, which we all know how legitimate that. Yeah, I mean, essentially, is they're to this day oh, still shit. kind of a Russian proxy state. Yeah, what are they in? They're in weak. Uh, well, they had an election and it was rife with fraud. Yeah, so they're in like week 12. Of like a constitutional crisis. Yeah, because that was. Yeah, that was bad. Um, that was the, that was, we're going to have a free democratic election. And then the president said, nope, it's rife with fraud. I'm just going to claim the presidency is my own and all the ballots are invalid. Yeah, I mean, that can never happen here. You know, that wouldn't even be threatened to happen here. Yeah. No, no, uh, no. Uh, 24 May. So the May 24. So now we're into wow. week. So June, July, August, September. They were wearing shorts when they wanted to vote, and now they're wearing pants and jackets. Yeah, no, we're into like week twenty, probably of this uh, unrest over there. Jesus, a lot goes on in the world that doesn't really make it to our uh, 
social consciences over here. Yeah. Uh, where were we going for that? Anyways, yeah, uh, Lithuania, Belarus, and then Russia. So there's three, Lithuania, Latvia, Belarus. They're in between effectively Russia and this, like, proxy country they own between Poland mm. and Lithuania. Consider Puerto Rico. It's way out there in the Caribbean. No, no, no. This is, this is sovereign Russian land. Oh, not even like a, a territory. So it connects, I mean, it connects to St. Petersburg um, through the Baltic Sea. Like, they can go port to port through St. Petersburg. Uh, but you're having to go north past Lithuania, Latvia, and Estonia. I wonder if that... And below Helsinki in... Um, I wonder if this little Finland. island is where they launch the fucking sub and hunt from October. Not an island. Oh, it's like a strip of land. No. Oh. This is... I'm, I mean, looking at it, this is a solid... Just maps.google.com this, and then go over to Poland. Um, looking at it, I would probably say this is... Let's call it 100 kilometers... So it's called a 60-mile stretch of land north and then probably 100 miles Is it Kaliningrad? Yep. That's it. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, that's that's actually Russian territory. What the fuck? Yeah. So that is a that is a piece of like that is sovereign Russian land. It belongs to Russia. They claim it as part of this isn't Puerto Rico, you know, this isn't Puerto Rico or Guam or anything as we think of it. This is they think of it as Hawaii or Alaska. Okay. It's just it's actually Alaska probably would be the best way to say it that this is a disconnected part of our sovereign nation. Well, shit. That is fucking wild. Yeah, that's just some uh, old Russian Empire holdover shit. Yeah, I think it's left over from the Warsaw Pact. Okay, so but why the fuck? So Russia's like, nope, we're keeping it. Basically. Well, because you're you're taking Belarus, uh, Lithuania, Estonia, all these people that were part of the CCR. Yeah. And you're breaking it off, and they said, yeah, we'll, we'll let all y'all be sovereign, but this is going to be our land, and this was going to be their gateway into Europe. Because <laughs> there's naval stations over there. And yeah, and that was my first thoughts. Like, okay, this gets them access for naval stations, yeah. shit like that. Like, so, yeah, they have naval stations and they have um, an air station over there. I didn't realize Helsinki is so close to St. Petersburg. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's right there. They're within missile range. You know, the, those dang Finnish and how ever troublesome they are. Hey, Finland fucking took it to them in World War II. That's probably why they're so close. Yeah, Finland... Uh, Finland fucking essentially was the Viet Cong of that conflict and just slaughtered Russians. Yeah, well, and and the, the Russians couldn't get into the whole Scandinavian peninsula because of them. They, they were having such a hard time. Yeah, pushing yeah. through Finland. There's out there in little white white outfits and fucking rifling people, sniping. Yeah. All right, well, those are all the topics we're not covering this week. <laughs> that we're still not covering. Yeah, so uh, let's dive into Governor Whitmer of Michigan. So um, that broke Thursday that there was a pretty in-depth plot to kidnap the fucking governor of Michigan, which it's not it's not terribly surprising. Like there's been unrest and shit like that in Michigan since the whole COVID nineteen lockdown. Yeah, they're called the um, the the Michigan Wolverines. Yeah, the Wolverine. No, well, that's the. Uh... No, but, no, I'm telling you. No, I think it's the the Wolverine Boys or something like that. Like um, the wa- Wolverine Watchers? Yeah, something along that. It, it was some something to do with the Wolverines. Yeah, um, it's like the University of Michigan's Wolverines, like that. Uh, yeah, it was pretty... It, so, so 13 men arrested, 
I read a cool article about it. So one one of the places that they were like using as a meeting house, their meeting was held below in a basement, which was a trap door in the kitchen. Really? Pretty cool. The plot obviously is totally bogus and fucked up. Much like James ringtone going Yeah, on. I forgot to put it on pleasure mode. My guys. In, in case you were wondering, that was um It's not Power Rangers, it's something else. Fuck you. It's not Kim Possible. That definitely was Power Rangers. No, no, Krim says Kim Possible. Oh, Kim Possible, that's what it was. Fuck him. Fuck Krim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so these guys are meeting in an under, underground clubhouse to discuss, you know, bringing Governor Whitmer to trial for her uh, her tyranny of shutting down the economy during COVID-19. Yeah, there was, so there's a lot of, um, and again, this is, you know, I, I continuously bring up Reddit, and Reddit, Reddit is for what it is. It's another social media site. Um, but the good thing about Reddit is you get a lot of a lot of conspiracy theorists in there. It's a good place for that. And there was a lot of talk about it um, because it broke on it, it broke on Reddit first is the first place I saw it. Uh, now obviously they're pulling from AP sources and stuff like that. Um, but b- before I got push notifications or any of my anything in my phone, it broke there. The the guy that was leading this, so of course immediately the the right and the left move to figure out, and they say, okay, the, the yeah. Republicans are going. Well, this is part of the left. It's definitely Antifa. It's definitely an Antifa movement, and the guys on the left are saying, well, it's a Democratic uh, governor, so obviously it's the right. And when it typically when you throw in militias, I'm like, eh, they're right wingers. Well, they were just true anarchists because there's some there's some pictures of um, the leader of this group, and it's nothing but there's some Nazi propaganda in the background, and there's also anarchist symbols, you know, the the circle A's in the back, and his whole thing was is we're going to do this to sh- try to jumpstart the civil war. So okay, they, so they're they, like boogaloo boys adjacent. Yeah, they hadn't they hadn't picked a side yet, but they knew that they wanted the civil war. They needed the cause. And so their thing was because uh, I think they were going to bomb. They were going to bomb a bridge. As so they wanted a, to Archduke Franz Ferdinand the whole thing. Yes, like they wanted exactly. to be the Serbian assassin who just you know wanted to like just create chaos and then plunge the country into a quagmire. Yeah, and then oh god, unfortunately, the is illustrious leader of our free nation here. Um, he tweets. That night, and he says she locked down her state for everyone except her husband's boating activities. The federal government provided tremendous help to the great people of Michigan. Yeah, he's basically saying like, well, you see the way she's dressed. She's yeah. asking for it. Yeah, my Justice Department and federal law enforcement announced today that they foiled a dangerous plot against the governor of Michigan. Rather than say thank you, she calls me a white supremacist. While Biden and Democrats refused to condemn Antifa, anarchists, looters, and mobs that burned down Democrat-run uh, cities. I do not tolerate any extreme violence defending all americans even those who oppose and attack me is what i will always do as your president yeah which some of that is good and a lot of that is just like why the fuck would you have to say any of that (laughs) which is the case with the president this was and so i mean one could say like i'm not going to sit here and tell you he instigated these guys to do this plot I don't think these guys care for the president either. Yeah, but you know, so back in April, Michigan was a huge was a hotbed for a, I believe it's a state where folks <laughs> went to the Capitol with yes. with long rifles, yeah, burst in, and they had to like shuttle her off to safety. Yep. So she's kind of been under the under threat for a while. 
And on that same time, Trump thinks it's a great idea to tweet liberate Michigan. It's, and and again, he I don't think he under he doesn't if you even try to explain like, hey, what about like, you know, secondary and tertiary effect? I don't know. He'd be like turds tertiary. <laughs> yeah, tertiary. That the that the people oppressed over there in Turkey. He, yeah, you wouldn't fucking know. But um, yeah, so he does not like to believe that rhetoric can actually cause conflict when that's absolutely untrue. It's the, but I wouldn't put all this. I'm definitely not putting all this on the president. I just do like I do want to say that words can have words have meaning, of course. Yeah, no, I mean, no, but that's a that's a really good that's a really good statement because a lot of people don't understand that the fact that words have meanings. Yeah, and so when you say things, it means things, and the, and then to backtrack it, and if you don't correct yourself immediately and go, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean two as in T O O. I meant right T W O, the number. But words have meanings, and then. Yeah, they, when you they say lead thing, to cause and effects. When you say things and you, it, it, this is not on the president. This is for anybody who. Absolutely. It, it, for me and Cody also, for anybody who says anything and leaves it vague enough that, you know, deliberately oh, leaves it Oh, you can interpret enough. that how you want. You know, stand back and stand by. Or anything that you want to, that you leave it vague enough that there's interpretation. Well, yeah, words have meanings and it's going to be open to interpretation if you don't declare what you're meaning. Like, imagine the country if. If Trump never said, Russia, if you got the emails, release them. Like, end of the day, I know he's joking. He thought it'd be a funny thing to say. <laughs> but all that did was those, those dumb words gave, an, there's enough meat there, enough smoke for someone to like, oh, he said it. Like, he wants the emails. He knows they've got them. They want them. Yeah. So if he just never said that, there'd probably be a whole lot flat, a lot less flack. Well, it, Look at it, and uh, we're in the middle of the baseball playoffs. Yeah, and was you know it what, to keep Fra- it fair, Joe Biden, if Joe Biden God. did not bring it upon himself to say, like, if you don't vote for me, you're you not black. black. It's like, like hey, uh, you didn't have to say any of that, and no. you'd look a lot better if you hadn't. <laughs> Absolutely. I do want to keep, uh, I want to we'll keep, keep it fair. It, yeah, we'll keep it. I want to. Bipartisan as most as possible. Uh, and Francisco Luriano, was it Luriano that did it with the athletics, who said, um, basically talking to, talking to the Astros. And say, hey, we want them. We're coming for them. And then the, they, you know, the Astros blank them three to one. And they're like, oh, you asked for us. You got us. Yeah. I'm like, this, buddy, you just would have been better if you didn't say anything because it created this whole Twitter storm about that. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, for the most part, the whole, like, don't talk shit if you can't back it up, like, that, it, I mean, that holds water. It absolutely holds water. Like, if you talk a bunch of shit and then you can't back it up and it blows up in your face, you were a lot worse off if you just hadn't said shit. Oh, absolutely. Like, you don't... Gloating is best after you've won. (laughs) That's the best time. The best time to brag and gloat, unless you're Muhammad Ali, is after you've won. Well, yeah, but you also need to be a gracious winner, like we talked about last week. Yeah, so governor, so they they foil the plot. The foil the plot. I guess they were they pulled the trigger on arresting them because it got to the stage where they're looking to buy explosives. Like, okay, we've got to uh, close this down now. Yeah, I think the um, the plan was is to create a diversionary explosion on a bridge and then assault the um, assault the. Uh, I think it. I think the plot moved to her vacation home. Like they're hoping to yeah. attack a bridge. 
and then swoop and get her at our vacation home while all emergency services are funneled to that bridge. Yeah. And it's again, um, the, they plan to, so the quote from, I'm looking at the sun, which is a British thing. Um, this is the first one I popped on, but everything's been, everything's been almost word for word. Uh, their plot was to in, instigate a civil war and, enge- and, and engaged, what? To instigate a civil war and engage in training and planning for an operation to attack the Capitol building in Michigan and to kidnap government officials, including the governor. And hold her for trial for tyranny. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, it's all and the, as much as of a libertarian as I am, this is not the way to do it. And like the tyranny that they're putting forth on this is the fact that her, much like many governors, including her own, have put in some sort of COVID-19 protocols in place that has slowed down people's movement and the economy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's the effect. Um, so for me, so this you know, there are like little cells like in every every country, like they just had a rally this weekend at our capital. Yeah, I saw something about that. So who I would love to know who exactly is fun, f- funding these who's well, funding think, these groups, not, not, these... Not, not this one that with a kidnapping, but like the open fill in your state movements. That is a, that's coming from somewhere. Like you know, it's definitely astroturf somewhere. You, I feel like a lot of these are probably going to be a lot more grassroots than you think. I feel like this is going to be like doubts. I feel like the Tea Party was no, ever. I feel like a lot of these open the state movements are going to be a lot of the um, the Storm Area Fifty One, where somebody makes the Facebook group about it and then gets a note because the social media, you know, the social media as aspect of what we're living in especially as we've been confined to our houses since march is a huge we're not going out and sitting at bars and talking with the random people or a person anymore we're sitting we're sitting here and we're trolling twitter and reddit and facebook and instagram and now because we don't have we're sitting in our house and i don't have somebody else to bounce an idea off of i'm just reading and consuming and you're like hell yeah hell yeah yeah I'm- but it's the difference of um you and I getting together and you've, you've had all these thoughts and now you've had three weeks to let them stew. And as you've had three weeks to let them stew, especially if you've been like furloughed, if you've been uh, fired, like if you're sitting at home hoping your unemployment comes in or not even calling qualifying for it. And yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't have that outlet anymore where you can actually talk to somebody who goes, you're a fucking moron. Why would you think that? And at least have that conscientious debate about it. Now you're sitting there and letting, and so I think a lot of these movements probably stem, especially now, uh, now as we're starting to see the turmoil of uh, of racial inequality, of shit, schools opening back up, whole states opening back up, movements like kidnapping this is because, I, I don't think it's 100%, but I think there's a good portion of that is people that have been sitting at home and not having anybody, they're sitting in their quite literal echo chamber of their house listening to their own thoughts without getting any other feedback. Because as you start to consume something, you start to look for sources that confirm that. Oh, yeah. now confirmation have, bias comes and, in. And now you create your own confirmation bias of now this doesn't agree with what I'm reading, so I'm not going to read it or I'm not going to take it seriously. Yeah, and I mean, that kind of gives you the threats of the threat of just labeling everything that you disagree with fake news. Yes. Is a huge threat here because, like, if there wasn't a movement telling you that everything you hear is fake news, then you probably would be looking at other news sources that could give you a differing opinion. Well, and it's, I mean, it's so far on both sides that it's, mm-hmm. um, 
I saw a tweet where somebody had, um, it, and it was Fox News had captioned this thing beautifully about a Republican senator who disagreed with the president. And somebody captioned it and goes, Fox News, Fox News, you're becoming too liberal for me. I don't agree with this statement. Well, Trump's, Trump has told Fox News, and like he's tweeted him like, the once great Fox News is turning liberal, and I no longer support them, yeah. even though I made them. Yeah, how, how <laughs> like it's just news. I mean, yeah. it, at some point, the fact that you have to label a news outlet as liberal or conservative is an issue in and of itself. The yeah. fact that you're not getting unbiased opinion of just this is what happened, form your own opinions. And I, I watch zero cable network news. Like, so for me, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I don't either. I just I'm able, I read a lot. I'm able. It. Yeah, I only read. So like. I mean, like, okay, well, that says it's from the opinion section, so I know that is an opinion. Yes. Or, you know, if it says analysis, I do think CNN does that, and I think that's sneaky, is, you know, releasing things says analysis, like analysis means there's an opinion. Yes, absolutely. Um, but my point here being is, if you're only getting your news from the television, you have to know about half, three quarters of that is infotainment. Yes, like, uh, to yeah. the point where, did we talk about last week where uh, there's some sort of lawsuit going on with Fox News no. and Tucker Carlson? No. And essentially, the, like, the the court, or I'm sorry, the lawyer's argument is you can't hold Tucker Carlson accountable for this because this is, this it, is scripted, this is entertainment. Which, you know, obviously we know that, but there's so many people like, did you hear Tucker last night? It really took it to him. That's news right there. Yeah, it, the, and the so many thing, people are getting their news from talking heads like Tucker Carlson or Rachel Maddow or uh, fucking Keith Olbermann. <laughs> you know, so like if, if that's if your your only news is coming from those infotainment shows, like if you're getting it from the Hannity Hour or whatever, it's like or the Blaze or the oh god, well anything on the Blaze or Bart or Bart Bright. Oh, Bart Bright, yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Like, don't trust any news where they're... Well, that's just as bad as Mother Jones. I'll say oh, it's yeah. just as bad as Mother Jones or, on the other side. Oh, God. Or fucking... Uh, Daily, the Daily Beast has great stuff, but then a lot of it is so fucking biased. Yeah. But um, any, Vox. New, any news article you go through where there's multiple ads in the fucking middle of it, that means they're not there to inform you. They're there to sell ads. And they're selling ads by getting you to click on it. So it's got to be a little inflammatory. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, well, so um, that's what this podcast is about, and I'm glad we finally separated this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this would be a long episode of another one. <laughs> one little thing I want to touch on the the governor kidnapping is so she's not the only governor who is receiving shit like this. I know. So like you know, if you live on Twitter and you follow the our governor Greg Abbott, anything he posts, he could say, "I'm giving you free property taxes next year," and the entire Twitter thread is going to be. Well, when are bars opening up? When are you going to open Texas? This is tyranny. Did, yeah. did, you know, there are people out there, and they went to the Capitol this weekend. Like, if I don't agree with it, but the same plot for the Michigan governor, someone could easily swoop in there and fucking take him by his wheelchair and <laughs> abscond with him. Oh. It would be a lot easier. Uh, well, okay, so, so no, you, you so broached that subject. Don't, but- d- don't think that this is going to be only... Um, this is only going to happen to Democratic governors. I do believe that any state where there's still uh, COVID lockdown, so I guess fucking Florida's safe because they're not doing them anymore. No, and, no, there's there's a lot of them. Um, 
so you go on your thought. I'm going to look at. Yeah, so, that, so, I mean, any of our local listeners, it's not like Greg Abbott's not catching heat. I mean, so but he is opening the bars this week, so he, he did give in to that pressure. Well, on the 14th, well, 50%. You gotta, well, again, give the whole, give the whole statement there. And it's there. by county. And it has to be under the county. The county um, judge has to say yes. that it's okay. So this is going to be I – I know we've talked about amongst each other. This does lead to the uh, essentially red county versus blue county problem of – so we live north of Austin. We are in the conservative Williamson County. Yeah, we are quite literally – we're 30 miles north of uh, – actually, shit. We're only about 28 miles north of the county line. We're 35 miles north of what they consider Austin. Like Actually, we're 28 miles from the capital, and we're about – the county line is in Round Rock, and it's not – No, it's Pflugerville. Yeah, so Pflugerville, Round Yeah, Rock, that one section, that, that two exits. Yeah, right there. so you know you're in Travis County when you're at Rick's Cabaret. You know you're... <laughs> Grand Avenue Parkway. When you're, back in, when you're back in Round Rock, you know you're not at Rick's Cabaret or the weed store that's right there at the county line. Yeah. Not weed store, but you know the, uh, like, Planet K. Yeah, Planet K. So um, I'm looking at a... So that's going to lead us to... How do we how do we feel about the New York Times? Do we care? I guess we don't care. Uh, if it's not the opinion section, I, I value them. So... Um, October 9th, which was the last... It was Thursday? Thursday, Friday, something like that. So it's this week. It, it's current to what we're talking about. States that have reopened. And I'm just. it just says states that have reopened. Florida. So, South Dakota. Uh, well, let's move, uh, let's move from the west to the east. So we're going to go Nevada, Idaho, Utah, Montana, Wyoming, North, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, uh, Missouri, Mississippi, Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, West Virginia, Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Vermont, New Hampshire. The states that are reopening would be Washington State, Arizona, New Mexico, uh, Louisiana, Ohio, North Carolina, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Maine. States that are pausing, I don't know what pausing means, but states, I guess they're kind of just staying where they're at, would be Oregon, uh, Arkansas, and Alabama. And states that are reversing, which means shutting back down. California, got to be. California, Colorado, Texas, Illinois, Michigan, and New York. Uh, and it looks Canada like, is going through a big spike, too. It looks like Rhode Island isn't a pausing. It, they're just so small and insignificant. Oh, Delaware is, too. You're just so small and insignificant, we can't see you. Oh, Puerto Rico is reversing. Alaska has reopened. Hawaii is reopening. Mm, yeah. And Hawaii's their big push is like, we don't want any visitors. If you come here, you have to stay here for two weeks in quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to get interesting as far as how the population are doing with reopenings. Uh, Texas taking a big chance in the bars thing. Um, looking forward to it cautiously. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know, Williamson County. So. Do you think that was I've, an effect I've come of- in this weird circle of this is Travis County, I think, there's a chance that they don't open bars. Yeah, I don't think Adler I don't think Adler's going to reopen. I think um, I hope they our, do who's but our fucking dickhead uh, Gravel. Yeah, I think Bill Gravel will reopen in spite of because he's up for re election and after the whole after his um after his oh the Easter Bunny fucking thing he pulled no not the oh, Easter the fire bunny. fire no he was a firefighter well not even that after his whole freaking um, green energy thing he's gonna get he's gonna use this oh you're as talking a, about the mayor I thought you were talking about the county judge 
Oh yeah, no, no, no. yeah. Because technically, it's it is Bill Gravel, but I'm t- who's who's our you're talking mayor? about um, Ross Dale Ross. Yeah, Dale Ross. I think he's going to use that because we are the county seat. He's not up like, for he's not going up for re-election though. Yeah, but I think he's going to use that as like a push for whoever, maybe Dade or maybe somebody <laughs> like that. I don't, man, Dade, Dade's Dade's turkey's cooked. <laughs> There's a lot of people who support him still. You could, hey, if y'all need some entertainment while y'all are listening to this, because I know we got some out-of-state listeners, um, go look up Jonathan Dade, Georgetown, Texas, and just have fun. Yeah, like, it should be great. Like, oh, cool, a black guy running for mayor, Republican. Should be a feel-good story. A black Jew. Yeah, oh, let's not call him a Jew. Well, he's a he's a converted... Messianic. He's mes- Yeah, he's a Messianic Jew. You know. It's oh god, it's it's wonderful. He I got is. big loves for my Jews. I don't want anyone stealing their valor he, by calling themselves a Jew when they're Messianic. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So yeah. We'll see how it goes with that. Um. So next we have the Harris Pence debate. I did not watch it because I didn't care. I'm man. I watched a little bit of it, and I, I. I'm sorry. I watched the whole thing. I just didn't pay attention to it because it was. A lot of the questions that were posed were posed like they were running for president, um, and a lot of it's talking about under a Biden under a Biden administration or under a Trump administration, what would happen. And obviously, they're probably not qualified enough to know what what their what the president is going to do. Now they know the platform that they stand on, yeah, but they're talking of it. You know, it's a lot of it was Harris slamming pence for what the trump administration's done and then a lot of it was pence slamming harris for what biden did as a vice president which is under obama (laughs) so a lot of it was pence slamming an obama administration and then harris slamming trump's actions um yeah you didn't get into like the really the pray the gay away stuff that you know everybody kind of pins on pence but you did get into a lot of the uh fast and the furious stuff with Obama, you got into um, uh, oh N one H one that came up. I don't think anyone should pretend that that was the first time the United States government has sent firearms into Mexico to the cartels. No, absolutely not. <laughs> so, um, but the social media did blow up with uh, Mike Pence had a, a fly it, that landed on him. That was I mean, just gorgeous. On one hand, yeah, my dad texted me like the fly one. I'm like, what fucking fly? <laughs> yeah, there was some great some great gifts out there that came about that it, i mean from what the video footage i saw like it was crazy that he didn't react to this fly like, does he possibly have no sensation in his skull maybe his hair is as fake as the president's is oh, and man. he paid he paid for seventy thousand dollars with the haircuts and he can't feel it maybe i don't know it was weird but i mean i do understand pro you know going to those two candidates and pretending that the next admin is going to be their administration because they're the people they're running with are well into their seventies, bordering on their eighties. So Trump just did have COVID. So I think try, and, and that's not a death sentence. And he had the best drugs he could in the, in the fucking world. Yeah, when we can take him. a helicopter to Walter Reed or whatever. Yeah, when they, they put the stem cells in you like they did or whatever. It's great. Well, that, that's actually true. Yeah. They, stem cell Regeneron is stem yep. cell yep it's stem yeah. cell based like the technology that came I don't think it, they are stem cells but I think they it's like yeah they base their research so the the way they re, they created it yeah. was based off stem cell technology and then they were able to create that drug based off of the hey, research they did I'm glad it exists I think it's cool 
that's all I got to say that. But I mean, you are you're proposing these questions to the much younger vice presidential candidates because one of those guys could die in office. They're not young, but I mean, this was the same. Um, but they didn't focus enough on what their actions were going to be as a speaker of the house. Now I know sure. it's going to be a. It's um, it's a mostly um, I'm, celebratory is not the word I'm looking for. It's a it's kind of a just like a spot that you hold. But yeah. there are some actions as a Speaker of the House that you can take, and not enough. There were there wasn't a single question posed to them as as a Speaker of the House. Okay, fair, fair. How would you vote in a lock tie and shit like that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, are they? No, no, they're not Speaker of the House. They are. Uh, it's the Senate President Pro oh, yeah, Temperate, something like that. Um. Yeah. Because yeah. essentially, if if the Senate was at a fifty fifty tie, it would be the Vice President who swoops in and says, "I vote this way," and that breaks the tie. Uh yes, yeah that's what it is. Other than the uh, other ten, other than to succeed the presidency upon death or resignation, vice president's only constitutional duty is to preside over the Senate. No, they run the Senate. Yeah, you don't hear about much about that. Yeah, no matter administration, you don't hear much of that. Yeah, they can't vote in the Senate except to break a tie. Nor may they, nor may they formally address the Senate except within with the senator's permission. But they run the, like they are the observation authority of the Senate. Crazy, they're they're Palpatine. It seems like the, you don't really hear anyone taking advantage of that. Maybe that's the whole idea. They're shot. They're in the shadows. Yeah, I guess. I, mean, I feel like the the first lady probably has a little more authority than they do. Yeah, he because you know the first lady is the neck who controls the head, <laughs> right? You yeah, know? yeah. So yeah, Mike Pence fly. It happened. Um, all right, so uh, now we're going to move on to our feel-good story of the week. We should try to always end on a positive note. I like where you went with this. Let's end on positive notes. I think this was really cool, uh, especially because cool. uh, one, one of the guys I was in uh, my last the class I just got out of was a huge Elon Musk fan. Um, and he's – you feel how you want about billionaires and what this – you know, however you feel. But I think Elon Musk is doing some really good things, the whole uh, – the whole idea of Tesla is to create vehicles that are affordable for um, the good of humanity. Now, I will say that Elon Musk's his views are on humanity as a whole, and if he has to sacrifice a few people, individuals along the way, he will do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he so Starlink. If y'all aren't familiar with Starlink, um, Starlink is a. And this is my first time hearing about Starlink. Oh, really? So I read an article uh, back in July from some astronomers who were having some issues. So Starlink is this uh, basically network of satellites that SpaceX is sending up into space. And the idea is to provide free global high-speed Internet, which is good because it, the idea is that it provides um, free access to information. Did you ever watch Silicon Valley? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so PiperNet, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a decentralized internet, that, that, and that. And that's kind of the idea of what they're going to do. Now, <laughs> good and the bad of this, uh, astronomers were sending a picture, or were having an issue because they were trying to get deep space photos, and Starlink is such a tight net that as oh, these satellites... blocking view. That as satellites are crossing their views and they're doing long exposure of deep space, they're getting streaks across their photos from... Um, Starlink. Well, that means we need to get more. Tele- we need to get more 
space cameras, I guess, telescopes. Well, the what, in space. Yeah, it's got to go. So you're gonna have to recreate Hubble's and stuff. We need. Like that. A, we need a. Ooh, that's a question. Is, is the Hubble done? Did we like sunset that thing, like launch in the sun or some shit, or is it still out there I somewhere? I thought that they were doing a, a like a Gen two of Hubble. Yeah, because I mean that was the first. That was groundbreaking shit. Yes, and because um, now because and those photos from space from that were at the time great but now we have like way better shit yeah so there I'm, there's a few things talking about like i think there's going to be a gen 2 of this um there are ones in the work but at the moment i think hubble is done cool well i mean with this uh with starlink i thought was just incredible was uh so you know the, the hoff tribe ho tribe something like that they were able to say in washington that washington state North Washington Northwest uh, Washington State. So it's three or four hours west of Seattle, they said. And before Starlink showed up, their residents got a you know speed of 0. 0.3 <laughs> to 0.7 megabytes per second. So that's not even enough for... You couldn't... Like, if you were a 12-year-old JM and you're trying to da- you know dial up a picture of boobs... Yes. And it... You know, remember how the load in chunks? Yes. This might be slower than that. So what? So other than looking at boobs, what's more important is that, especially during a pandemic, as schools start to reopen, you can't, yeah, you can't um, do social distance. You can't do Zoom calls. Um, you can't VoIP. You can't Wi-Fi call. Anything like that. So there's a whole population that's being left behind in education. And the as tribes they, are already left behind. So I mean, this just finally allows them to catch up yes well to start to catch up right start to catch up yeah um so i mean this is truly incredible like i i think this is going to be a game changer for that area <laughs> yeah so uh the ho tribe um on october 7th puts out a tweet so spacex so elon musk you know they're interchangeable here they provided them free internet and said hey you have basically beta access to this is we are we're beta testing this Here's the free access. Here's the login. Use all the internet you need. The test that the, or the tweet that they put out was said, what a difference high-speed internet can make. Our children participate in remote learning. Residents can access healthcare. We felt yeah. like we've been paddling upriver with a spoon on this. At SpaceX, Starlink made it happen overnight. Thanks, Washington State Commerce, for the introduction. Elon Musk responds to them in line and says, you're most welcome. Pretty cool stuff. I mean... So I just love that this beta, I mean, it, it, you didn't really think like it can change places that typically just were left behind. Like think about where I live. I, you know, I'm only 15 minutes away from Cody, but we, we were without internet for two weeks because somebody was, it's, it's uh, we're in our second cut of hay right now and somebody uh, dissed too low because they were resetting <laughs> cut the line well they were resetting a field so they weren't uh they weren't doing a second cut but somebody dissed a field up i guess in preparation for some like winter rye or something like that and they ran over the line oh god like the line and so we were out and our only other option is you're going to use um at&t or verizon or one of your satellite providers who caps you at like 10 gigs a month yeah and you'll eat that in two days of remote learning yeah, it's it's over. I mean, even Georgetown itself, which is a sizable city, however, we only we truly only have one internet service provider. Like some places have a little more, few more options, but we have Suddenlink, and yeah, unless you're going to go with Dish or something like they that, they don't want to invest in their infrastructure to make it any better here because they don't have to. There's no competition, 
uh, something like this, if it was available, would completely change the game. And the reason why they kind of have a not true monopoly is because it's too cost prohibitive for anyone else, for a competitor to come in and lay a line on top because it is up to the owner of the line to say if they're going to share or not. Yes. That's why Google Fiber stalled in Austin. Well, yeah, and so and when Google Fiber only... Uh, and they're done. Like the, Google said, it's too much fucking hassle. We're not. We're no longer pushing this project because they ran in so many roadblocks trying to expand. To the point that Cody said, we're 28 miles north of the capital. If you go to fiber.google.com and type in your address. So I just typed in my address here in Georgetown. It says Google Fiber isn't available in this area. No. At one point, I was looking to move to Baltimore. And there was a couple of the houses I looked at that were downtown. We're talking two blocks away from Camden Yards um, on the east side. So in between the Inner Harbor and Camden Yards, Google Fiber wasn't there. Yeah. In in Baltimore, in Charm City, in a major metropolis, and they're yeah. just not going to do it. Yeah, I mean, you'll have like AT&T's version of fiber, shit like that. But, I mean, it's it's so... Yeah, co- Verizon does the other one too. Yeah, it's just there's so many roadblocks to expanding internet services. If you... If you're able to buy the fucking lines up in the 80s and 90s, you're sitting on a gold mine because no one else has any choice but to use you yep. if they want to engage with the world. Yeah, there's so, you know, kudos to them. There, there's pros and cons to this, as as we said, or as I said, whatever the case may be. Um, but, you know, does it hinder some space exploration from the ground side? Does it, you know, if you truly create, now there's a ton of junk satellites. I don't know if you've ever tried to look up a picture of like how many satellites. Oh no, I haven't. So if you just, and when I talk satellites, we're talking discarded, um, discarded spaceship parts. Yeah. And you like discarded sh- parts off the shit Hubble, we, off shit of the we ISS. launched in the seventies for TV that we're clearly not fucking using anymore. There's up there. So, I mean, just to get an aircraft or just to get a something into space is incredible that you don't hit anything going out of it. One, because of how much shit sitting out there. But the other issue is that as you create this net, and when you look at what Starlink is, it's truly a net around the globe. Oh, uh, it looks if, like a fishing net around the what globe. What if the end goal is actually to do the defensive satellites from fucking Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> that would be well, dope. Elon Musk has already said that part of Starlink is going to be um, integrated because his whole thing is he would like to have some sort of on-head or in-body yeah. application of instant access to it. And Starlink is the basis of this. So Starlink I'm gonna is... going to pass on that. Yeah, Starlink is the base of what is going to be the neural net that... Neur- yeah, neural net. That neural net that Elon Musk wants. It's good and it's bad, right? Because at some point you have a you have a private person controlling this and does CIA want to backdoor into it? Does the, oh, K- yeah. does the KGB want to backdoor into it? Does China want to backdoor into it? Does China even allow satellites over their space? Yeah, like this will, you, you can have an actual Manchurian candidate through the fucking neural net. Yeah, what, you know, um, after Kim Jong-un, you know, does his sister, Yeah. does his sister even allow it over... North Korea, you know, what does Russia feel about this? How does Russia get into it? Yeah, so, so Elon Musk, give all the Native American tribes internet access, but let's not put shit in people's heads. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's a good one. Yeah, good rule of thumb. Don't put shit in your head. And, um, yeah, so what, from here, we're going to go in my garage, and we're taking a drill bit, and we're going to 
drill into our own skulls and relieve pressure. Oh shit! What was that movie? Pie. I was thinking Ghostbusters. No, Pie, man. What the, the fuck's Pie? You haven't seen Pie? Mm-mm. All right. Well, like American Pie? No, no, just Pie. The like the uh, the Greek letter Pie. This movie in the mm, sounds like movie sounds like in the two thousand. So Pie came out in nineteen ninety eight. Pie movie. If you haven't seen that, oh, it's Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> so it's the same guy who did. Um, oh shit, the wrestler. We were talking about Jared Leto's movie. Um, what's Requiem for a Dream. Requiem. He's the same dude who did Requiem. Hmm. I've never seen that. I, I know there's like some like weird dildo scene. That's all I got. Wait, in Requiem? Right? No, definitely not. not. But you need to watch Pie. Uh, phenomenal movie. I'll take it into consideration. And uh, yeah, drill into the head. Look, and that's if you go to Google Images, that's like image number four in there. Ooh. Yeah, Im- image number four. Oh yeah, he's got a whole ass power drill. He's going to. And it's not like one of those battery operated. This thing's corded into the wall. This thing will move some wood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I uh, think that's gonna do it for this week. <laughs> I'm going to end on the dark note. Maybe I'll go move some wood later. I don't know. Hey, Hey, I mean like cords of wood from the backyard. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is this week in drunk review. Uh, hopefully some cool shit happens this week. We'll talk about it. Hopefully nothing too fucked up. No promises. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. 